0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Jay Marie Speaks. It is time for season two. And season two is titled, Relationships, Accountability, and Consequences. Before we begin, I wanted to let you all hear a little bit of a group that I love so much called The Black Violin. And they have this song that's called Stereotypes. And I love this song so much because it kinda relates to the topic at hand, and kinda addresses prejudices um, that are out here that are formulated in people's mind about other people. And so I'm gonna play a little bit of that. I don't own the copyrights to this music, just stating that ahead of time. But again, I'm not gonna pay everything for. Uh, I'm not gonna play all of this music but i just really wanted you all to hear it it's very soothing to me and it's also very empowering um i often listen to black violin um when i'm creating and so if you are not a fan of strings or classical music um i dare you to try a new genre you know cuz believe it or not classical music plays a plays a big part in some of the songs that you all listen to you may not hear it but if you if you I'll say separate the music out you'll be able to hear you know maybe strings or percussions or or things of that sort that uh, of the music that you enjoy so without further ado again I want you all to listen to black violin stereotypes and make sure that you go to youtube and check them out they are awesome if you get a chance to see them in person please do but they're one of my favorites so yeah i'm gonna start doing a little bit of music sampling too to kind of spice it up just a little bit so just listen you know, that they were threatened just by my presence without even knowing who I am. Um, Although I wish that it didn't exist, I'm kind of glad for it because now it it gives me, like, a goal of me something to, like, try to debunk. And, like, the reason I smile on stage is because I know I'm completely crushing people's perceptions of not only what, what violin can do or what music could possibly sound like, but also of what a black man is capable of. Okay, I did let y'all hear the entire song because I wanted to make sure that the words of the artists were communicated since I did play their music. Um, this particular song, uh, Black Violin Stereotypes, uh, believe it or not, it is it has inspired me to do so many great things. I'm very appreciative of them. And, you know, Black Violin is a group and it's two black men and they are awesome, phenomenal. If you ever get, again, if you ever get a chance to hear them live, please go and do so. So now, with that being said, again, good evening. And the title of this session, 2, is Relationships, Accountability, and Consequences. Welcome to Season 2 of J. Marie Speaks. This season will be versatile and include ordinary people with extraordinary ideas and opinions. Before we get started, we need to understand how each category is defined. And when I say each category, that's in regards to relationships, accountability, and consequences. And how they are necessary for effective communication and comprehension. I normally go to my favorite Merriam Webster's dictionary. But tonight I really didn't do it from that perspective. I kind of explained it um, in the in the scenario that I that I've given. But I may include my favorite Merriam Webster's dictionary reading, but we'll see. Season one laid the foundation for achieving and maintaining peace in your life. Through my journey, peace is necessary to obtain true happiness and joy. You do not have to have any level of wealth to apply the seven steps of healing to your life. So if you haven't listened to season one podcast, please go back and listen to it. Um, It will in turn bless your life. Whether you are, despite your religious background It's just simple concepts that you can use over and over again. And I was telling someone today, well, actually, I was uh, talking to my cousin, uh, Nigel, shout out to Nigel. And I told him that by the time I get ready to get on this podcast and talk to you all, God and I have had a struggle all week long. Because it's like, Lord, get someone else to do it. I I don't want to uncloak my life. I don't want to expose this or that. You know, what if it's a bunch of what ifs, sometimes self-doubt. It's just different things that you struggle with because you never know truly how the audience is going to receive it. And, you know, God reminds me that he qualified me. Yes, there are doctors and lawyers and attorneys and all of these great people in their world, in the world that do whatever they do. And they say, well, what's your credentials? Well, I do have a master's degree. But and I'll have a bachelor's and all of that. But honestly, God qualified me in life. Uh, things that I speak about are based upon my own life experiences. And hopefully you all can take that and use it for your own life. Remember, we all have a story. A person that's a celebrity, it's not that that person is any better than you are. They just got discovered and had some type of marketing appeal that someone thought they could make money off of. Not to discredit any of them, but just understand that your story is just as important as theirs. Your journey is just as important as theirs. Now back to the topic. Abraham Maslow developed a theory that we call Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. It is so fascinating and a psychological summary of how our minds work. We will use this pyramid because it it most times, well, every time I've seen it, it's always in a pyramid shape. We will use this pyramid to address some of the topics for Season 2. Starting from the bottom, so just imagine if nothing else get your piece of paper make a triangle and we're gonna break this down by levels all right we're gonna start with level one but we're starting at the bottom level one is psychological needs such as air water food shelter sleep clothing and or reproduction level two safety needs personal security Employment, resources, health, and or property. Level three, loving, be, love and belonging. Such as friendship, intimacy, family, sense of, and or sense of connection. Level four, esteem, respect, meaning respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, and or freedom. And finally, level five, self-actualization. Which, which is the desire to become the most that one can be. Please reference simplypsychology.org that's S-I-M-P-L-Y-P-S-Y-C-H-O-L-O-G-Y.org for a detailed analysis of this theory. Let's discuss each level as it applies to life. Level one, If you do not have the basic needs to survive, it will make it hard to receive anything else for your life. Can you imagine being hungry and someone deciding to discuss politics or gossip? You wouldn't care. Your priority would be to resolve the hunger pain. It is easy to tell a person to change their life, but have you taken the time to figure out why or how they ended up in that place. This is a necessary part of the process so that you can empathize with their pain and hopefully provide a resolution. Anything can become a basic need. It just depends on the individual and what the individual considers a priority. Level two, once the psychological needs are filled, the individual becomes stable and focused. Elevation of the lifestyle becomes the next priority. Safety brings a sense of peace. Safety is a priority because things such as employment, resources, health, etc. will keep the individual from falling back down to level one of the, of the pyramid. Having a solid or stable foundation will allow an individual to continuously build a better life. Matthew 7 24 through 27, for those that don't know what I'm talking about, it's in the Bible. Confirms what I am saying. When we choose to listen to God's words, we build our lives on a rock. Because everything on level, everything on every level will continuously sustain you in this life. I'm not saying that this walk will be easy. But if your life falls apart, God maintains the blueprint to rebuild it better and better every time. And for those of you that are new to my podcast, this isn't a religious podcast, but I can only speak uh, about things pertaining to my life. God is a big part of my life. I am not perfect, nor do I pretend to be perfect. But apparently he saw something in me that he wanted someone to hear. Someone to understand that I went through what you are going through and that you can survive and thrive. Level three, love and belonging is a very tricky level to me. And that's in my opinion. We often get stuck at this level. None of us ask to be born and some of the situations and circumstances are really unfair. People often take advantage of our love at this stage. Before we truly understand that God is love. And unfortunately, some people never, ever, ever get past this stage. They just stay stuck. Our parents are supposed to be the foundational love that we have from birth. Unfortunately, the stories or tragedies from our conception leave us in messed up families No family, molested, raped, abused, etc. We must fix this stage within our lives and truly forgive ourselves and those that hurt us. Forgiveness is not for them. It is for you. If you don't release this pain from your life, it will negatively impact your life. You do not have the power to change your childhood. Remember that. You didn't cause anyone to come into your room and do those vile things to you. You know, you didn't ask to be born or if you were placed in a trash bag and somebody found you. You know, however you came into this world and whatever the circumstances uh, were that surrounded you being here. You're here because the world needs you. And that light that you have inside of you, we need to help you. Make it shine. Just understand that usually victim mentality begins at childhood. But you now have the power to protect yourself and choose to move forward in your life. I'm honestly appalled at the number of adults which are still hurting from their parents or the absence of the unknown. Regardless of how you arrived, you are here. We discuss topics such as incest, molestation, etc. in this season. The boogeyman may not have been a stranger outside, but a cousin, parent, coach, family friend, sibling, etc. Those foundational relationships... Set the tone for your insecurities, trust issues, and so much more. Level four, esteem. One must understand that if the last three levels of your life are broken, bent, or shattered, this would directly affect how you see yourself. I remember as a child struggling with having a dark skin complexion. I love my milk chocolate complexion, okay? Okay but the echoes of slavery which is colorism has demonized the complexion of my skin i remember my auntie told me that all the boys would want me because i was pretty and had long hair she told my cousin that she would be desired because she was red for those of you that don't know what red means in the black community red or red bone means light skinned, okay? Uh, she said, what about my hair? And my aunt told her that it wouldn't matter because of her complexion. It gave us both insecurities. Uh, things that were put in place, like the paper bag tests, like if, if you all are at a grocery store, um, you know, because of Jim Crow laws and different things that have occurred, Literally, people would hold a paper bag up to your skin. And if you were too light, I mean, you were determined to be too dark if you were darker in the paper bag. So, you know, it's things like that that invoke trauma into people. And, you know, as I raised my children, you know, I had to explain to them. Because they people like, oh I'm biracial. I told my children y'all are Afro Caucasian. And it's like Afro Caucasian ma I say, yes. You have African ancestry and you have Caucasian ancestry and we're gonna call it that. You know, they are like well I'm mixed. I say mixed is not a race. <laughs> it just it's a category that people just trying to put people in. But I define I help my children identify who they are, you know, as an African American woman, you know, if you look at my DNA is of mixed heritage, but the one that people see is my African or black heritage, which I'm very proud of. And I'm learning about it each and every day. And I just want to educate others on it. But for humanity, I want you guys to think of something. We are all human. Just look at a box of crayons those crayons coexist in the Crayola box together. Each crayon has a different color, but no matter what, they are still crayons. You can break a piece of the crayon off. They may be taller or shorter than each other, but they are still crayons. And we have learned to respect the difference The differences of those crayons. And the uniqueness. And when we. Utilize those colors. On a piece of blank paper. I'll say a piece of blank white paper. And we add the color. The several different colors. Paintings. Coloring books. Anything. When the colors are blended. Or when they are placed on. A piece of paper together. They make a beautiful picture. And we need to remember that. We are all human and we all have a right to be here but we need to find a way to coexist in peace and get rid of these stereotypes and work together to heal humanity because at this point, right now humanity is broken but Going back to what I was stating. The words of my aunt, which was a relationship again. Gave myself and my cousin insecurities. We were only seven and eight years old. That comment resonated with me throughout life. It made me look at myself negatively I didn't even want to play with dolls that looked like me. I even used bleaching cream. But I stopped because my grandmother caught me. And the bleaching cream burned my skin. I was a teenager and I was like going through this stuff. Because society made being of dark complexion not a beautiful thing. And melanated women... And men are very beautiful. Just like. Cocoa complexion. I say butterscotch. White. Whatever. You have beautiful people in all shades. And we're all human. We just need to learn how to respect each other's differences. And set boundaries. And respect those. But I need you all to please understand. That the malice words of someone you love have consequences such as this. But I grew older. I reclaimed my power by taking accountability for my own life. As a child, I had no, no control over it. Just like you don't. But as an adult, you do. And I need you to reclaim your power also. I looked outside of American history and I started to learn world history. And when I started to learn world history, and I still study it today because I just love it. I learned about who I am and and who my ancestors were prior to me. I even learned things such as, you know, how the continents are drawn on the map. And even the fact that it was intentional for Africa to look smaller on the globe than say like the United States and Canada. But what people don't realize, America has states, Africa has countries. That's something that a lot of us are not understanding. Africa doesn't have states, it has countries. It looks smaller on the map, but Africa is bigger than the United States. The United States could fit inside of Africa. Other countries can fit inside of Africa. I continents and you know I think about Pangaea and you know the you know as far as if you know, I one day I was just I went to a museum and I played with this, um, it was like a, I don't know if it was like a puzzle or something, but it allowed me to put all of the the land masses together. And when I did the center of everything was Africa. And I know underneath the ocean they have like, There are volcanoes and like little cities and stuff like that. So I know the great flood was something that was real. So it made me understand that there was an intentional, intentional erasing of African history. On a global level. I don't care who's listening. No one is less than you. Because of the complexion of their skin. Because God our creator. Has a sense of humor. Because you can have someone white. And they don't match your blood type. And you can have someone black or someone Hispanic or someone Asian that match your, your blood type, your bone marrow, all of that. It's because we're all a part of the human race. And I need us to come together in unity. And again, we need to heal. And I need you all to teach your children history. Black history is a part of the world. I don't care what the politicians do. You have the power to teach your children the truth. And you have a responsibility. Because all of us have to live in this world together. And we can live in it in peace or at war. It is totally up to you. Colonization erased the history of Africa's power. But fail to understand that archaeologists haven't even scratched the surface of its hidden treasures. They think they did. But Africa has so much more. Grandmother would tell me stories of those that were before her. And my grandmother lived to be almost 94 years old. Well, I'll say 94 years old. Um. So it's things that are not recorded in the history books simply because... Everyone couldn't read or write. So those of us who grew up in African-American families, you know, for those that didn't, you know, you can still learn about your history and culture. But there were stories that were passed down to us. So we know and understand the true history of America. And it's definitely not just what they put in those books. It's actually even darker than the things that they say and allow us to see. I remember my grandfather um, told me that, you know, he grew up in Promised Land, South Carolina. And I remember as a a kid, my grandfather told me that um, if a black person was accused of doing something wrong to a white person, They and say if it was a black boy or a black man, they didn't care who was right or wrong. They would just drag whoever it was and they may possibly get lynched. You know, they would have to hide in trees or run away and stuff like that. And it's like, why do people feel like they have the audacity to cause others to live in fear? Like, and, you know, even with those that are Caucasian Americans, you know, with their history, not everybody was rich. Not everybody owned slaves. But, you know, they called them indentured servants, but they were a.k.a. slaves. You know, they don't like to say the word slavery. So that way they don't make them feel like they were you know, a part of that. But that's how they kept us separated and, you know, tried to keep people from rising up against the government by implementing race and making them feel like a part of something. But if they were truly a part of the American dream, you wouldn't have as many white Americans living in poverty also. But anyway, let's get back to Africa. And keep oh, and keep in mind These are my opinions, so don't come for me. But you can also chase it with fact. Because it's in history books. It's right before your eyes. And those of you who have family members that have lived to be as old as my grandmother and older have the actual stories for those that lived during those times. Think about it. The desert itself is a mystery. If they dig deep enough, they will find that many rivers flow deeply underground. Think about it. The world was once flooded. There was no land, just like the sea, still has undiscovered ecosystems that we have never explored. There are worlds within this world. Animals, plants, microorganisms. Insects, etc. They all have their own languages. Or their way of communicating. Humanity needs to learn to respect it. We're actually, we're actually responsible for taking care of the world. And we've grown to be very selfish. Negative esteem issues can turn into an ego problem narcissistic behavior, and so much more. Positive esteem looks like confidence, empathy, love, and all things beautiful. Now finally, we'll talk about level five, which is self-actualization. Once you have achieved levels one through four, it sparks an insatiable desire to be better every day. You are not in competition with anyone. This stage allows you to rise to your fullest potential and empowers you to to step out of your comfort zone. You are at peace and you know who you are. You are powerful. You developed an unshakable mindset at this level and and you're focused in my opinion. This is currently my level. I've realized that every day that I am graced with life, God has given me a chance and a choice to live on purpose and to bless someone on the journey. This journey is titled, Ten Toes Down Reloaded, Self-Empowerment Symposium. And this journey will start on 9-14-2023 in person. You all already know the journey started technically when the podcast went through. And then I also volunteer in the community too. These events will be held monthly, either in person or virtually. This is your time. Allow me to help you unlock that power within you. Well, that's my time. Thank you for listening to Jay Marie Speaks. God bless.